Spotlight with Sarah Hendy. Brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. Fast am I, good evening. It's Aaron Ibanez here with you till half past six, in for Sarah, with what is the final spotlight of the year. On the programme tonight, Dark Avenue Films share some exciting news about a screenplay they've been working on, and Manx student Annabelle King is awarded a prestigious accolade at the International Piano Festival in Poland. Of course, it's worth mentioning that if you miss any of today's programme or any others, head over to Manx Radio website where you can download or subscribe to the show as a podcast for free. Firstly this evening, part two of our conversation with Bethany White and Patrick Krellin of Dark Avenue Film, whose new project, Chrysalis, is gaining quite a lot of attention. Yeah, so that is a screenplay, which uh, it started as a short story that the two of us wrote together in our second year of university. And then uh, it came to the point where we both had to do our dissertation projects and I decided I was going to write a feature-length script because that was one of the options that you could do. And I didn't have any ideas. (laughs) And then we thought, well, we've got this story and I've been thinking about... Um, expanding it and developing it into something longer anyway and so I ended up writing it as the first feature length script that I've written Um, and feature length that's 90 minutes is it yes yes minimum yeah like 90 usually 90 to 120 wow so 100 pages though isn't it it is 94 pages 94 now. Pages. It's, it, it ended up at about 100 and it was about 110 it's longest I think but I really crunched it down um, to make it a bit more <laughs> efficient <laughs> in some places. Um, so yeah I, I, I mean we developed it together into that feature script um, while I was writing it for um, for my dissertation but we've since um, rewritten it together as well and, and really polished it and refined it and it's now placed in four competitions um, it was the it was in the quarterfinals of the Blue Cat screenplay competition it was in the official selection of Horror House Film Festival uh, semi-finalists of Women in Horror Film Festival which includes me which includes Patrick is now a woman in <laughs> <Yeah>. horror <laughs> um, well you know we're inclusive <laughs> we welcome anyone um, and then it's currently in the semi-finals of the Diverse Voices screenplay competition which is run by We Screenplay and we're waiting to hear whether it's in the finals and it's this is big news because they're international competitions yes yeah I think I think all of them are based in America actually so Obviously, America's got lots of... Um, I mean, it's got Hollywood, so <laughs> there's a lot of film stuff going on over there. And um, uh, Diverse Voices and Blue Cat in particular get a lot of submissions, so it, it was uh, really special to, to be picked for those. When can we find out how you've, how you've done? Uh, I think we hear in the next week or so whether we got through to the finals of We Screenplay. But... Um, after that, we're going to be taking Christmas and some of the other scripts we've been working on in the meantime to the London Screenwriters Festival in April. So that's going to be a big opportunity to you know, meet agents and producers and do some pitching and see if we can get some more interest. Wow. Right, well, we'll definitely keep in touch and find out how that <laughs> went then. Um, is there anything else on the horizon that, um, that you want to share with us? Or Because, um, I mean, you've got a fair bit on your plate there. I don't <laughs> want to push it. Um, well, uh, Mira's out and ready to view. So our short documentary about Mira Royal, who is going, who is uh, doing the score for the Lost Wife as well, um, it went to Lorient in August, and uh, it's now out on YouTube. So uh, if you go to 
our Facebook page, which is Dark Avenue Film, then it's pinned at the top of the page and you can go and watch it there yourself. We were doing some filming for uh, yes. our next um, non-fiction film. Yeah. Um, we're making a film also, uh, hopefully, to go into Lorient. Yes. Um, for uh, Manx Concert Brass, because it's their 50th anniversary, um, and the Manx Youth Band. Um, yeah. And so we were doing some interviews this morning for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're putting that into production and getting that done for April, May, I think, yeah. this year. So that's that's coming up. We're very excited about that. Yeah, yeah how exciting. Cause it's quite an auspicious year for Manx Concert Brass, Manx Youth Band, and mm. Lorient Festival itself. It's uh, 50. 50. Both, yeah. of, Both 50. of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Special times. Lovely. Well, we'll stay tuned. Thank you. And since we recorded that interview just yesterday, in fact, the screenplay for Chrysalis has been announced as one of the only 50 finalists in the Diverse Voices competition Bethany and Patrick spoke of, so a big congratulations to them. Spotlight, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. And elsewhere, Manx student at Cheatham School of Music in Manchester, Annabelle King, has recently returned from the International Piano Festival held in Matsovia in Poland, where she was presented with the festival's Laureate Award. So for 15-year-old Annabelle, what's it like taking your music to compete abroad? Well, it was quite a big thing for me. Also, it wasn't because obviously I have been studying away from home. So the step up to travelling to a new country didn't feel as daunting until I was backstage before going on to play and the nerves did start to kick in. But um, that happens at every performance, so I knew it would be all right in the end. How did this opportunity come about? Well, uh, Cheatham's my school, Cheatham School of Music, is full of opportunities, especially for pianists like I am. And my teacher just approached me one day and said, would you like to go to Poland? And I didn't know that much about it. I think a few of my friends had been before. But I just said, of course, I'd like to go because I knew that Chopin was born there and he's one of my favourite composers. And I sort of knew that people had gone there and competed from Chet's. So I just said, yeah, I'll learn any new pieces. I'll do it. When is it? And he said, oh, it's in about 12 weeks time. So that's sort of the amount of time I had to prepare for it. Um, And then I spent the next couple of weeks, couple of months preparing for it and then flew out on the 26th of November. How did you prepare for something like that? Um, Well, that's a really good question. I'd never done something so extreme in my musical life. Obviously, I've done lots and lots of concerts where I'm playing on my own, playing in groups um, and whatnot, but I'd never gone to a completely different country specifically to play the piano. So I just knew that... When I was in my practice room, I would be so grateful that I had been in my practice room for the hours that I spent in there. When I was in Poland, I'd be so grateful that I spent so long practicing. And I knew the main thing I could do was just to carry on practicing really hard so that the nerves didn't get the better of me on the day. Um, And a girl that I live with, because it's a boarding school, had been there in the past. So she gave me some advice about the competition itself. So I felt quite confident when I got there that I wasn't going into the complete unknown because I knew everyone was a musician and that's the environment I'm in at Chet's. So um, the main thing I did to prepare was practice, really, and speak to everyone I could that had been there um, or who knew anything about it. What, what was it that your doormate 
said to you? What advice did she give you? Um, she said that it was pretty similar to um, doing something in the UK. Uh, she said that you you actually could be anywhere. It just happens to be that you're in Poland. But the the main thing about it is that it's so prestigious and everyone there knows it. And it does feel a step up from a concert you've done at home. But that's what Cheatham's prepares us to do. This is the reason I, um, I went there two and a half years ago was for these amazing opportunities. And um, this is what she was saying to me. She said, you've just got to just got to do it. You'll you'll think you'll be so proud of yourself afterwards um and it's obviously we've all gone to chets to to pursue our dreams and this is the start of that so she just said know that this is what you've always wanted to do it's not like i've i'm going into something that i'm dreading i was really looking forward to it anyway so that helped me prepare and when you are preparing when you're practicing you said um you get to the point where you you know that you won't you can't trip up you get mm. comfortable enough to know that you're safe in yeah. playing your music what does it feel like is there a point at which you recognize that that transition has has occurred um i think one of the main ways to realize this is when you can play without looking at the music so that's quite a good transition usually for me it happens after um, a, quite a long time of learning the piece, I can start to, for example, go up to a, a piano somewhere and try and rattle off the piece. And that gives security that you could be able to do it tomorrow. But there is always that thought in the back of your mind that, oh my gosh, I could forget it. So um, it's not just the memory, it's the fact it playing a, an, a, a piano that you don't know uh, playing the piece on a piano that you don't know is a good way of knowing that you're secure. Um, and that there's lots of opportunities to do that at Chet's because there's over 110 pianos um, in one building alone. So the fact that I could play it on multiple pianos, I could do it off by heart, I could play in front of my friends in performance classes at school gave me lots of security that I would be fine and I'd really enjoy it. Have you ever found yourself in a position where you realise that your mind's gone blank? We've all been there in different ways, but it, it sounds as like you're t it sounds as though you're taking a lot of measures to prevent that. But what would you do if that if that did happen? Like you know, heaven forbid. Mm. Uh, luckily for me, it's never gone drastically wrong. I've never completely just going to touch wood there for you. Sorry, Annabelle. <laughs> I've never um, completely stopped playing, but the. W I always preempt what could happen if my my mind went blank. And usually um I could probably skip out a few bars and when I'm learning the piece with my teacher we have checkpoints where if it goes wrong go from here. And it's really clever because a lot of the time people wouldn't know. And um luckily I've never had to got to get to that stage, but there's also security in knowing that if my mind goes blank, there are places to pick it up from. And always just, if, even if it's gone really badly, there's always a rule I set myself to just smile and bow at the end because you were given that opportunity. And I know that even if I've messed the whole thing up, there'll be so many people that are really proud of me anyway. So um, I think knowing that it, it's going to be fine anyway and um, knowing that there's places I could pick it up from give me the security um, to help with nerves. Mm -hmm. And tell us about the pieces that you that you learned for this particular festival. 
Um, well, the festival is called the International Piano Festival Chopin's Mazovia. And um, clearly by the title, it's all based around Chopin because he was he was born in Poland. Um, and so I had in my category, I had to learn two Chopin pieces and one Bach piece. And my Bach was um, the Prelude and Fugue in D minor from book two of the Well-Tempered Clavier. And then for Chopin, I played his Nocturne in B-flat minor. And um, I also played his G-flat major etude, which is also known as the Black Key Etude, which was probably the most demanding piece I've done since going to Cheatham's. Um, It really, really stretched me, that etude. But the ending of it was such a good way to finish my programme in Poland. And I enjoyed practising it a lot. So it became a piece that was really difficult to a piece that I really enjoyed performing to people. What was difficult about it? Well, it's called the Black Key Etude. So a lot of the majority of it is played on the black keys of the piano, which is really demanding. And um, it's also really fast. My Nocturne was a slower piece. Um, So that was more... less stressful for me to learn but the black key etude took a lot of hours playing it really slowly to build up the foundations and there's it's quite demoralizing when you're even you're practicing it slowly and it's still going wrong so because it was at the top of my repertoire in terms of difficulty it just made it so much harder for me to believe in myself that I could do it but it meant that when I did master it I felt brilliant and I felt so proud of myself and you enjoyed um some real success at the International Piano Festival tell us about um what you were awarded yeah I was awarded a laureate's award um which was the um the main aspect of how it was a competition because they were very strong on the fact that it wasn't competitive however there was this title that not everyone won which got you the chance to play in a laureate's concert and at Chopin's birthplace Uh, and all six Cheatham students that um, flew out to Poland received this award as well so that made the trip really interesting and more fun for us all because we got more performance opportunities and um, after playing in my audition on the Friday I um, looked on the board the next day at the um, music school where the competition was taking place and I saw that I was on the programme for the um, concert so that sort of told me that I had got the award and then later that day I was presented it in an award ceremony so it was really fantastic, such a great feeling to receive an award especially as I put so much hard work into the preparation. Mm-hmm. You say you love Chopin's music what is it that engages you so much what is it that you love about playing his his work I wouldn't be able to give you an answer to this question if I hadn't been to the um, piano competition but because I have I just think it's so inspiring because his life was rather sad he died when he was 39 and he had a lot of very emotive pieces which he must have had raw emotions when putting into them which when that's why some people are drawn to music when they're sad because they can relate to the composer and um also his more triumphant pieces like that etude they just 
I love it so much because of the feeling I get when I play it. Like some composers, I don't get that same feeling and it feels like a chore to learn their pieces. But with Chopin, it's always a treat. And I don't think it can be described in words. That's why his message is put through music. And I think that's what's so beautiful about Chopin because you can't really say what it is that it does to you, but it's really special. And what other kind of music do you listen to? I appreciate you must listen to a lot of piano music. <laughs> yeah, of, yeah, yeah. But... I I do listen to a lot of piano music, but I'm also into musicals. Um, I play the violin as well and the organ, so I listen to their music as well. Um, I quite like pop music, not not my favourite, but of, I'm not just someone who listens to classical music from dusk till dawn as well. <laughs> um, the organ, that's. It's amazing how uh, how similar they might seem, and yet mm. they are totally different instruments, really, aren't they? I mean, with the yeah. foot pedals <clears throat> and the pipes and everything. Um, I guess piano is your main instrument. Um, how do you manage to keep all of them up and schoolwork? Yeah, piano's always been my main instrument. From when I was about five years old, it was always going to be my main instrument. Um, and I only started organ a few months ago because I was really interested by it and it's actually very difficult compared to the piano. And um, with the violin, it's uh, a lot of fun for me. So somehow I do keep it up. Like I'm very invested in my schoolwork as well because this year is my GCSE year. Um, And I find time in the school holidays to get out my violin um, and I practice the organ when I'm at school and my piano teacher knows that I've got the organ as well and he's he's lovely, uh, Duncan Glenday. He's um, very accepting of the fact that I also play the organ. And my organ teacher knows that, obviously, the reason I Cheatham's is to become a pianist. So I think everyone around me is um, very lovely with the fact that I've got three instruments. Um, I do a course called Pro Corda in the summer where that's the main time of the year where I take my violin out of its case um, and that's really kindly supported by the Admiral Veteris Foundation. They financially support that for me and I think that's really important because um, because I've invested so much time in the piano it's hard to find opportunities for my violin playing but um, that's really great that I can do that too. And because I've only just started the organ, um, I haven't got into the the fun of services and things like that yet, but I'm sure that's to come, and I'm really excited for all the opportunities that can come with that. But of course, piano is the thing I invest so much time into, and it's things like Poland that make me really want to pursue the piano. I'm sure. And what's what's next on your horizon? I know you've got exams coming up, mm-hmm. but um, any any more competitions you'll be entering or festivals you'll be performing at? Um, well, I'm, I've got a diploma in the piano, which I received uh, a couple of months ago. And I'm going to do the second diploma soon. And I'm just picking out my repertoire for that now. And um, in preparation for Poland, I went to a small town called Upper Mill and played my programme there with a few of the students of my teacher, Duncan Glenday. And um, that group of people is really interested in going in, going to Jersey uh, sometime soon because a few of them are from Jersey, which is really interesting because um, it's a bit like the Isle of Man, you can say. And two girls from Jersey really want to put on a concert there. Um, 
And yeah, there doesn't always have to be a massive thing like Poland looming in the um, dis- in the future for me to want to practice. The main thing for me is to just always have music on the go so that if my teacher says, do you want to do a concert next week, I can do it. Um, and I think Poland really inspired me to do that, especially the um, the jewellery who did a concert on the first day. They must practice a lot. <laughs> Lovely. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We'll speak to you again soon. Thank you. Okay, and congratulations as thank well. Thank you very much. And that's all for this week. Sarah will be back with the Spotlight review of the year this Sunday, the 22nd at 12 noon. So be sure to tune in for the island's very own artistic highlights of 2019. But from me, Aaron Ibanez, thanks for listening. Gal Carail and take care. <laughs>